Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. Somebody goes to the gym. Have you ever thought about what a ridiculous, no pun intended, what a ridiculous exercise that is? Walking on a machine that takes you nowhere. It's like in the, in the military in the old days, you dig a ditch so that you can fill the ditch back in when you're done. It's like you, you move the dirt from here to here, and then when you finish, you move the dirt back where it came for what? For strengthening, for personal growth, for development. God doesn't need your money. Everything belongs to God. He created it all and rules over it. He doesn't need anything that we have. It's already His. As Pastor Robert will point out in today's message, tithing and giving of your resources is much more about your own growth in faith and learning to fully trust God that He has and will continue to provide for you. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. And here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 6 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. Second Corinthians 9, verses 6 through 8, it's a familiar passage. The Apostle Paul writing to the church in Corinth, He who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. Now, he's pointing out, the Apostle Paul, the, the Holy Spirit of the living God speaking to us here in the New Testament Scriptures is pointing out a principle that we even see in nature. If you only plant a little bit of corn, well, then you're only going to reap a little bit of corn. I remember one time one of the other Calvary Chapel pastors talking about this, and I, I just I'd never thought about it. I just, it. It had never occurred to me that it's always of the same kind. In other words, if you plant corn, you're, you're not going to get mango trees. So it's, it's always of the same kind the same type. And it's always later. It doesn't happen immediately. You got to wait a while. He who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. He who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. So let each one give as he purposes in his heart, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to make all grace abound toward you that you, always having all sufficiency in all things, may have an abundance for every good work. God doesn't need anything from you. This is all about you learning, you growing, you being blessed. It's, it's all part of God's training program in our lives. It's kind of like when somebody goes to the gym. Have you ever thought about what a ridiculous, no pun intended, what a ridiculous exercise that is? Walking on a machine that takes you nowhere? It's like in the, in the military in the old days, you dig a ditch so that you can fill the ditch back in when you're done. It's like you, you move the dirt from here to here, and then when you finish, you move the dirt back where it came for what? For strengthening, for personal growth, for development. God doesn't need your money. 
But there's a very important exercise involved in learning to trust him. We don't want to give. We don't, we're begrudging, you know, with our, with our giving and forgetting that it's, it's, it's all his. It's all his. And, and he, you know, he says, you know, I want you to enjoy. The, the Bible tells us he gives us all things to enjoy. But he wants us to also learn to trust him and, and be faithful. Now, hopefully, if you've been coming here for a little while, you're aware of the different ministries we do and the things that are happening and um, you know our hearts and that this is not just about getting more money for the church. But, but if, you, if you question that, as I say pretty much every time I do a, a sermon like this, feel free to give somewhere else until God teaches you what he wants to teach you. At some point, if you're part of the family, you need to be faithful here with your giving. If you, don't, if you don't come to a place where you trust us enough to do that, well, then you probably shouldn't be here if you don't trust us any better than that. But I found it interesting. You know, I shared with you, I don't know, a week or two ago about some of the things that we do, like with the state attorney's office, and we actually got a letter from them this week that I wanted to share with you. The... Um, it, it, out of the blue kind of surprised me, regarding financial assistance, and they give the case number, the terrorist boys, and uh, they're two, not uh, two, two different pastors, one, uh, Pastor Thompson across town, dear Pastor Fountain and Pastor Thompson, I wanted to take the time to thank you both for your active kindness and humanity in this witness time of need. Like most of our witnesses, he has humble and modest resources. Additionally, because he is under state subpoena for at least three weeks, he will be unable to work. Therefore, he will lack the sufficient funds to pay his rent as he would do under normal circumstances. Now more than ever, the state attorney's office recognizes the urgency and importance of stopping gun violence. It is evident that a focused and collaborative effort with our community partners is critical in building prosecutable cases such as this one to get these dangerous criminals off our streets. Thank you again for your charity and kindness. We're extremely pleased to have you both as our spiritual leaders in South Florida and are delighted to partner with you to help make Miami-Dade a safer, better, and more loving place to live. Sincerely, Catherine Fernandez-Rundle, State Attorney. And, you know, I was thinking about this. The, the gift that we gave in this particular instance was not that much money, but it, it made a big difference for this individual. Clearly, it made a, a bit of an impact with the state attorney's office for them to take time to write a letter and say thank you. And this kind of thing is, is feasible when we work together. For one individual to do things like this, it becomes burdensome. It's like the other thing that, that you know, the Lord put on our hearts to give a couple of small scholarships, $500 scholarships to graduating seniors from the high school. Because it's an investment in the teenagers themselves and it's an investment in the school and again, the, by, by doing it as a family, as a church family, we're sharing, we're sharing the load. Do you understand what I'm saying? If every Christian was faithful 
with their finances, with their giving. The church of Jesus Christ would be a powerful force in the community, a more powerful force in the communities. And it really does just simply come down to choosing, will, will I trust him? I hear all kinds of excuses. The one that I was tempted to make when I first became a Christian. I didn't make a lot of money and it simply wasn't in the budget. I, 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 if I pay my bills, I don't, I don't, have, the, I don't have the money to, to give it. And, and the Lord showed me, well, then it really will be an act of faith, won't it? It really will be an act of faith. And so when I sat down to pay bills that week, the first check I wrote was to my church because I determined no matter what, I will trust you. And one of the criticisms, and sometimes rightly placed at the feet of pastors and churches, is, is that you, know, you, you take from the poor. And I get that. But, but see, I, either the Bible's true or it's not. And the interesting thing about percentages is that it takes into account the fact that you have very little. A person who earns, you know, $100, well, their giving is, is only $10. A person, you know, who, who earns $100,000, well, radically different number, but it's still 10%. It didn't change. And God actually thought this thing through when he put it into place. And, and I'll tell you something else. It's like I, I heard a, a wise old pastor say one time, Everyone who has been born from above has the spirit of the living God inside them, giving them life, should out of gratitude, humility, and faith give consistently back to the Lord. The standard that's given in Scripture, not a law that we're mandated to follow, but the principle that we see is 10% as a minimum. Some of you have enough wealth and enough income, he said, that it would be a sin for you to give only 10% of what you have. It would be incredibly self-indulgent for you to use 90% on whatever you want with the level of income, the level of wealth and affluence that you have. And I think those things are true. Because again, what we're talking about is heart. What we're talking about is your relationship with the one who gave you all the donuts. What's your heart? listening to Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain. During this season that's filled with uncertainty, we know that one thing is unchanged. God is in control. We encourage you to take time daily to spend in the Word, in prayer. As with many churches across our nation, Calvary Miami Beach is holding church online. We'd love for you to join us. Go to calvarymiamibeach.org to connect to our Sunday virtual service and be sure to visit and subscribe to our YouTube channel for more messages. We also know how essential prayer is during this time, and we want you to know we're already praying for you. Is there anything specific we can be lifting up to the Lord? Please let us know through our prayer request form at calvarymiamibeach.org. Would you do the same for us? Please keep Pastor Robert and our church staff in your prayers, as well as our nation's leaders and those affected by this virus. 
Thank you for praying. And if you feel led to support Main Thing Radio financially during this time, we would be grateful. You can donate online at calvarymiamibeach.org. That's all for today. Thanks for tuning in to Main Thing Radio.